How are you guys doing tonight? Yeah. So I'm Liliana, as you said. Hi, May. Um, and I'm a freshman. So I'm going to tell you guys just a little bit about myself tonight. I grew up in a military family, and because of that, I moved around a lot. So I learned early on how to adapt. I spent a lot of time reading, playing sports, and focusing on my schoolwork. You see, I learned to do the things that I was good at and develop those skills because those were the things that I were going to carry with me place to place. The things that I was good at that I carried with me were the things that gave me my value. I would get involved in a very surface level way with the people around me, but I never trusted to go deeper than that. I mean, I was just going to move again and make new friends, so I didn't really think I needed to or wanted to get emotionally invested and vulnerable. And that translated a lot into my relationship with God. You know, I, I believed in the idea of God, but I didn't really know what that meant. I didn't know who God was. We moved around a lot and went to various churches here and there growing up, but I was never really brought up in the church. I always knew I believed in God, and I prayed every now and then, and I thought that was enough. I didn't have to go to church to prove that I believed in Jesus. It just wasn't my priority. I had other things on my mind. I made good grades. I joined all the right clubs. I made new friends. I volunteered. I made my resume as ideal as possible. I made myself as ideal as possible. You know, and I thought by doing all these things, it would show how good I was. Those grades reflected how good I was and how I was enough. But then I applied at Stanford. It was my dream school. Everything that I had done had been leading up to that moment. Everything that I had put all of my effort in had been leading into that letter of acceptance that I was hoping for. It was something I wanted so badly that it made me scared to even put my hope in it. And then I got a letter of rejection back. I no longer really thought I was good enough. I was upset and hurt for a little while, but eventually I got over it. And that's when I started to look into UT. UT was never really on my radar. It was never, it was just a school that I had automatic acceptance to. It didn't matter if I went there or not. And as I started to look into it as an option, I realized how good of a school it actually was. So I came here and it was very exciting and everything was new and cool. And I looked into clubs and focused on my academics as I always had, but lately it just hadn't been enough while I was here. I started seeking something else. I didn't quite know what I was looking for, but I felt there was something very important missing in my life. And I'll admit, the last place I would have ever thought to look was Longhorns for Christ. But one day I went to an event in passing, because as you can see, free food. And at the time I didn't think much of it. I wasn't really sure I was going to stick around and I wasn't really sure I wanted to. I honestly didn't think I would go more than once. But for some reason, I did go to another event, and then another. And at 
one point, which I'm not really sure when, I realized that that was what I was seeking. God had been what I was seeking. And that was really weird for me, because, you know, I, I had always believed in Christ, but this was something else. Christ was no longer, Jesus wasn't just someone standing in the corner that I s waved at and occasionally talked to and said hi to. He was right in front of me. He was asking me to keep coming and pushing me to open myself up. And that was terrifying. I didn't know how to even attempt doing that, you know? It was hard enough for me to be emotionally vulnerable with the people around me that know me the best, let alone be emotionally vulnerable with God. I wasn't raised to show my emotions. I kept myself guarded. I had always made sure that I was in control. And suddenly, all of my control and all of my defense mechanisms were being stripped away. Jesus was asking me to lay all my emotions out for him. And I, I didn't know how to do that. I resisted for a little while. I eased my way into things, careful not to reveal too much about myself to the people around me and reluctant to move the trust I've always put in myself to trust in God. But luckily for me, God was working through the people around me. I started to develop my relationships with the people at Longhorns for Christ and became, became better friends with them. And it was amazing because, you know, soon enough I was spending pretty much every day there. And I don't really know when that happened, but it happened. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and we have this motto at Longhorns for Christ, love God and love others. And that has really played a, a huge role in my life because the way God chose to love me is through the love everyone has shown me at Longhorns for Christ. It wasn't easy for me to, to lay myself out and, and tell, tell God what I was thinking and tell God my emotions and tell him all these all these all these bad things and all, all my insecurities and all, all the things that, that troubled me. But I had these people around me pushing me to be better, pushing me to seek him. And not only just to be better for myself, but to be better for God, to be a follower of God, to show myself through God. And that was terrifying, but so much more exciting and so much more satisfying than everything else that I had done before. You know, I, I would still love that letter of acceptance from Stanford because it's Stanford and that's really cool and all to get, but I would not choose to go to Stanford. I love that I'm here at UT because this is where God brought me. This is where God told me that I was going to get closer to him. And that was amazing. It, it was something that I had never even crossed my mind. It, it was something that I never thought was going to happen, you know. I, I wasn't the type of person who would walk down Speedway and, and see a church event and go, oh, I'm going to that. No, I, I didn't. I was like, okay, cool. That's awesome, but that's not me. And that, that's definitely something I'm so glad that I did take the chance in doing.
um, in John 4, Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman, and Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. God has given me something greater than the life I was living before. He's giving me a new meaning. He, I no longer put my value in those tangible things that I had always put my value in, and that, that was really scary for me, you know? It's really easy to say, oh, I'm good enough because I got an A, or oh, I'm good enough because I got a job offer from here. And you know, in, in the, in a university setting, that's what we tend to do. We, we, tell, we tell each other, if you want to be perfect, if you want to be great, you need that 4.0 GPA. You have to get into that top medical school or that top law school, or you have to get in that graduate program that only takes two people. And you know, that's terrifying because that's what I always thought. That's what I thought of myself. I thought if my grades weren't good enough, then I wasn't. And that was, that was tough because a lot of the time, like, um, I didn't think I was good enough. You know, I had those 4.0 grades and I, I did all the right things, but there, was, there wasn't a feeling of clarity in me. There wasn't a feeling that everything was okay. And um, putting my value in God was just completely satisfying because God gave me that security and he gave me that comfort that I was good enough. Um, in John 15, he says, Jesus says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, Father will give you. I didn't choose God, God chose me. And that was the best thing that's ever happened to me because God told me that I was good enough. And I was good enough because he said I was good enough. And I was good enough because he said that he loved me. You know, and it's hard to put that trust in something that you can't see. It's hard to put that trust and that love in something that you don't see in front of you. It's easy to, to say, I'm good enough because of that 4.0, but God's in front of you and you can't see him. You can't touch him. You can't have that one-on-one -on -one conversation you have with your friends. So it's hard. It's hard to, to say, oh, I love something I can't see. But that's what makes it so amazing because you can feel him in your emotions. You can feel him. You can feel his presence without him physically in front of you. And I feel him when I'm around my friends. I feel him when I'm having a hard day. I feel him when I'm up here and it's hard and it's weird to lay out all my emotions. But he, he asked me to keep going and he tells me that I'm good enough and that what I'm doing is what he wants me to do. And it doesn't matter if I can't see that and it doesn't matter if I, I can't feel that all the time because he does have a plan for me. Despite all the plans I have for myself, I, I have all these 
wishes and all these desires and um, all these things I want to do with my life. But I've come to realize that all of these things are, are things that can leave at any time. And that's, that's hurtful. That hurts. That hurts when something you put so much love in and so much trust in leaves and is no longer there or is taken away from you. And I felt that so many times before. So for God to tell me that I, that I will never leave you, that my love is not fleeting, and that I am not a person, I'm God, you can put your trust in me. That, that was hard. That was hard for me to understand. That was hard for me to actually listen to. Because, you know, I, I, I did put my value in all those things. And for God to tell me that he didn't care what I did, he didn't care if I failed my test, he didn't care if I, if I messed up, you know, he loved me despite my sins. He, he loved me despite what grades I get, what, whether I was excelling or not. And that was the best feeling I've ever had in my life because it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. It, it was like I realized that I was enough and that I was good enough. And I was good enough because God chose me and because God loves me. And I put my, my trust and my love and, and my faith in him because if I didn't, then I wouldn't have this amazing community that I do have. And I wouldn't have the friends that I have and I wouldn't have the opportunity to even be here today. And, you know, it's hard to do all these things. I was reluctant to do this in the first place because this, this is hard. This is, it's hard to lay your emotions out in front of people. I am the last person to tell someone my feelings. But I will do whatever God calls me to do. You know, and I always thought of, of all of this in the, in, the ter in terms of the church as, as this can only happen at, at church. This, this happens in a building. This happens at a place that you can see, at a place you have to be. And, and when you're not at church, it doesn't really matter as much because that's what I saw from some of the people that were around me. But I've come to realize that the church is more than just a building. The church is within you. You're a temple of God. You, you're a follower of God. Everything that I do is a reflection of God in me. And everything that I try and everything that, that I pursue and everything that I, that I work through is, is God calling me to do these things. And it's God asking me to do this for him. And I have to be willing to, to do that. I have to be willing to take that that hard step to show my emotions, to fail sometimes, and, and to let it all out, and to let it all out because he asked me to. I'm gonna leave you with um, the last piece of scripture. In 2 Corinthians it says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, 
I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Thank you.